With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Addiction Treatments That Work. I'm your host, Kenneth Anderson. Tonight is Wednesday, February 8th of 2012, and tonight our guest will be Mo Satar of uh, Safe Rides Unlimited. He's the founder and executive director, and before we start the show, I'm going to do a little blurb for our website and our book. Our website is hamsnetwork.org. We are a free-of-charge lay-led support group for people who want to make any positive change in their drinking habits, from safer drinking to reduced drinking to quitting altogether. Our book is called How to Change Your Drinking, A Harm Reduction Guide to Alcohol. It's available from Amazon. And for more information, go to hamsnetwork.org slash book. Our guest, Mo, is here tonight, right now, waiting for us. So how are you doing tonight, Mo? Good. How are you? Thanks for having us, Lila. I'm doing very good, and thanks for coming in. Uh, Tell us, your organization is Safe Rides Unlimited. You're at saferidesunlimited.org. Tell us, what does your organization do? Well, our organization is dedicated to preventing drunk driving. Um, We take a little bit of a different approach than all the other existing organizations where we don't go out and say, just don't drink. Instead, what we're doing is we're providing people with realistic alternatives to driving. And uh, that's what our organization is fully focused on. And when did you found this organization? Well, the idea and the testing and everything started in 2003, but it really didn't come together till like 2005, 2006, and that's when it just really took off. And it's 2012, and we're still growing every week. And where do you offer your services? Currently, we offer all over New York and New Jersey. Uh, within the next month, our services will be open nationwide, anywhere in the country. Oh, that's really a good thing, because I had people that were asking me. I was talking about this show to my friend last night, and she said, can I get those services where I live in California? And I said, I think it's just New York, New Jersey right now. And she says, well, I can't wait till it opens in California. I mean, we get so many of those calls every day, and we have people that just, It feels almost bad, like, you know, how disappointed they are when they call from these other states, and they're like, oh, you know, this is the greatest program, it works, Uh, can I get a ride? And then we have to tell them, no, you know, unfortunately, we're not in your area yet, and uh, the next thing is, oh, just please, you know, the sooner you come out here, the better. And that's what kind of drove us to, uh, you know, open it nationwide. Well, it sounds like a great idea to me because, um, you know, this has been tried in Europe and they've had success with programs like this in Europe before, so it's great to see the same kind of thing happening in the United States. Uh, You know what's different about our program? A lot of these other programs that have been out, um, 
I'm sure you're familiar of the one with that scooter program where they had one guy ride the scooter, pick you up in your car, put the scooter in the trunk, then drive, you know, bring you to your house and then ride the scooter back. Mm-hmm. That program, then they had the other one where they had pairs where two people will meet you, one will drive your car, then you hop in in the other one and come back. The main problem with those programs that I know, I mean, I'm not an expert by any means, but that I noticed was all those programs were so dependent on outside donations and volunteers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, anytime you start something new, you get that first wave of energy and all those people that come on and, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. But then after a month or two, you know, the enthusiasm dies out and they're like, hey, you know what, it's winter time. I don't want to be sitting outside driving somebody, you know. And and that's why those programs have such a high turnover where you'll see one one month and then two months later it's gone. The, we kept that in mind. And every party that's involved in our program benefits, especially the user. You know, you have what the most important thing is we get people away from um, – just binge drinking and stuff by having this work for groups. We mm-hmm. we encourage people to plan ahead of time. You know, like right now people are booking rides for this weekend already. You know, so now it's more of a planned event where everything is looked at. All right, this is where we're going. This is how many of us there are. And by doing that subconsciously, we're kind of educating these people to plan ahead and not put themselves in a situation where they're stuck last minute somewhere and now trying to find a ride because we both know that most of the time they'll end up driving themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so that's what that's what makes us kind of stand out. Planning ahead is really important. We found that out in our organization as well, and we encourage people to always plan before they take even one drink, plan, you know, what you're going to do, um, how you're going to get home safely. Uh, you, we also tell people to be plan to be safe. Um, tell me, what gave you the idea to get this uh, organization started? Well, when we were in co- when I was in college with my friends, every weekend we would think about it. Oh, we wish there was a service that drove us to, you know, because I went to school all the way out in Long Island. Mm-hmm. So going to the city was a pain. But, um, uh, but it kind of, like, died out. We never thought about it. And then a few years later, one of my good friends passed away in a drunk driving accident right there on Route 3. And at that point, I was kind of, you know, taken by surprise because, you know, I was there. I could have been in that same car. Um, I, in fact, but instead of that, I was in the car following. And uh, it just, you know, it, it kind of, like, pushed me in this direction so... I bought a van, a 15-passenger van, and I started going outside Montclair State University. And I would, it was just an idea. I didn't have any game plan, nothing. I just wanted to stop people from driving drunk. And I just bought this 15-passenger van, started going to the campus. I would see kids going out, and the kids that I would see dressed up, looking like they're going out, I would approach them. I'd be like, hey, listen, instead of you driving, you know, throw me like $3.00 and I will drive you there and back. And uh, to make it even more enticing, I went to the clubs that these kids were visiting uh, from the college because they go to the same parties every week. On Tuesday, they go to a certain place, and it's pretty much like that all around. Um, 
and and I went and made deals with the clubs that hey look you know this is what I'm trying to do to prevent drunk driving. I'll bring you the kids, just give their cover charge, and uh, you know we'll be good. You know we'll get as many kids as you want coming here, and they'll be safe. So now these kids were three dollars getting a ride to and from the club and getting into the club for free. So now they're actually saving money by using safe rides instead of, you know, driving themselves. And, you know, that's how it started. First night I did like five people. The next night I did like 19. Mm -hmm. And we haven't looked back since. Okay, how how does this currently work? Is this a fee-for-service program, or how does that work? It's this is what we do. You know, like other organizations, they'll tell you to send them a check, to send us fifty dollar donation, do this and that. Our whole theme is instead of giving that money to us, give that money to somebody and let them actually use the service. So there is a fee for this service, but the way it's designed is um it's equivalent, if not less, than what you would pay to get into some of these clubs. So what we do is let's say I'm going out with eight, ten of my friends, and it's like a planned thing, and we're going out this weekend. And we're going to a club in New York City. We'll use Pasha for, you know, name familiarity reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, they would, Pasha charges, what, 35 bucks just to get in. These kids will donate to 20 to $25 per person. We would arrange to have them picked up at their house, brought to the club, we will walk them into the club, so now they're not paying that $35. And then at the end of the night, at the set time, we would pick them up and bring them back home. So, yeah, there is a fee, but when you put it into a, into perspective, it actually is cheaper to use our service than it is to drive yourself. And that's that's the key, I think, personally. That is a really excellent idea. I had never even thought of that. That is, that's brilliant. I love it. It's simplicity is the key, you know. A lot of people like to make things complicated. Let's start from square one and just let's try to keep it as simple as possible. There's no gimmicks. There's no, you know, throwing people for the loop. Hey, now you see your money in action. And the vehicles we use are, are we don't, Safe Ride does not own any vehicles. What we do is we have made deals with existing limousine companies. See, one thing that I did that others didn't, I invested in technology rather than vehicles. Mm-hmm. You know, because if we bought vehicles, how many can you buy before you just, you know, put yourself out of business? Mm-hmm. Instead, I built the technology that allows me to tap into all these existing limousine companies out that are out there. So when I get a ride, I don't even have to pick up a phone, see who's available, who's not. We just put the ride into the system, and whichever operator is the closest and free, they will take that ride. And now we have endless supply of vehicles rather than being limited to, you know, just a few of those. That's a really excellent way to uh, put this into practice. Um I think you're a very smart man now that I've been talking to you for a while. This is a really good way to do this. And, uh, you know. I don't know about uh, smart. <laughs> well, it's 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 a, it's a good way to organize it. It's really good. I'm very impressed. Um, 
you know, because I, I had only read your website a little bit. I thought it was an interesting idea, but I really like the implementation. I think the implementation is really good and sustainable, and that's important is to be sustainable. Exactly. Exactly. That's why we've been around for like five years. We don't have the real... It's actually a profitable model, believe it or not. Sustainable is one thing. This is actually profitable at some time. You know, and that gives us the, the money to expand, to grow. And this technology that we've put money... We're introducing another thing that's just going to totally change everything. Uh, we're, we're, all, we're about to launch these smartphone apps slash web access where people can get quotes, book, do everything, keep a track of all their rides that they have done, print out a receipt for tax deduction purposes, because every time you use the service, you the deposit that you donate to us is tax deductible. You know, you have to put down a deposit to lock in the service. So mm -hmm. that deposit is tax deductible, and we provide you with the receipt with this new system at the end of the year where you can just download it yourself and use that receipt for tax deduction. It's, it's, it, with that technology, this service is built basically er, any and everywhere you possibly could think of, including Puerto Rico and Hawaii. Okay. So you said it's tax deductible. You're a 501c3 not-for-profit, is that it? Yes. We are fully uh, investigated, 501c3, non-for-profit. Uh, any donations, gifts to us are all tax deductible. Okay, that sounds really good. Um, you know, what what impact do you think you've had on drunk driving in the area where you operate? To be honest, yes. there's no real way of gauging that. There's no, you know, I can sit here and tell you, hey, nobody's driving drunk. But the fact is, I mean, I can tell you the number of people that are using us. Mm -hmm. You know, we're doing about four to 500 people every, you know, sometimes a night, sometimes a weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's four to 500 people that are not driving drunk. I can tell you that much. I can't tell you how many people out there are not driving because of this program. We would like for everybody to use it and nobody to drive drunk, but you have those binge drinkers, those, you know, certain people that just like to drive drunk. There's nothing you can do about it. And that's why, along with programs like this, there should be stricter laws because now people really have realistic alternatives. Before, they could cry and say, oh, you know, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to walk? Am I supposed to spend a fortune on these taxis and whatnot? Now there's a realistic alternative with safe ride. So now if you're still going to drive drunk, you know, then you should be penalized even, you know, more harshly because now you're purposely doing it. Not that you weren't doing it before purposely, but now it really is bad. Yeah, four or five hundred people in a day is a really nice number of people you know, even if we don't know the total impact, that's a, that's a good number of people that aren't driving drunk. So that's something to be congratulated on. Thank you. We actually received the state legislative resolution from New Jersey uh, recognizing that we are doing about, what does it say, 800 people a weekend. That was our top weekend where we did 800 people in one weekend, Friday and Saturday night. 
this really good number. You know, I think that anything that we can do to uh, stop drunk driving, there's just no real excuse for it. Um, we're going to be doing shows later on. We're going to talk about the breathalyzer ignition interlock. I'd like to see those standard on every car. You would? You think that's going to do something? I think it would stop a lot, yeah, if they were installed as standard equipment on every car. How, yeah, but how hard is it to get your buddy to blow into it? Um, now, I'm not I'm playing the devil's advocate, you know, because I, I like these types of conversations, so I want to kind of hear your, like, how you would counter it. Um, I think, well, well, some people will do that. I mean, some people will, you know, work to beat the device, but, you know, some people won't wear their seatbelts either, but we do have seatbelt laws and we have seatbelt standard in the cars. I think it could cut drunk driving in half if we, uh, you know, had these in every car. That's just my personal opinion. I think opinion. so. You know what, what I think? I mean, they really could go nuts. Now they do have technology. And you know how they have all these Foursquare and these social media networks with the GPS where you can track where you are. But then again, you're probably getting into, like, all sorts of privacy issues with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if a vehicle and the breathalyzer were arranged where every time it senses you're at a bar, now you got to do the breathalyzer. The rest, it stays inactive. But then, like I said, that's probably going way far out there. Mm-hmm. Well, I think installing them in cars would be just like uh, seatbelt laws. You know, individual states could choose to do it. It doesn't have to be a federal law because you get into constitutional problems with federal laws. But states have a, a right to totally regulate motor vehicles, so it might be something that some states could possibly look at doing. Well, it's just a, it's just an opinion of mine. Everything that could be done helps. That's just how every little bit helps. I wanted to ask you a question. Have you come across any other interesting programs that have been sustainable around? Um, No, not really. I uh, found uh, two people that were doing um, that were doing ride programs in the U.S. I found them online. It was you and another person, and the other person didn't didn't answer me back. So. Because you uh, return my calls, that's why you got booked on the show. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, what was the, was it that Safe Ride America service? That's another service that's out there that I think is interesting. I don't know if you contacted those guys yet or not. That's more of um, a business. That's not a charity. I don't think so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, But they work with, like, NFL and stuff. And they, it's, it's retired police officers. Mm-hmm. Who 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 basically work as your chauffeurs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw their website. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did check that out? Yeah, yeah, but they didn't get back to me. Oh, that was the one. Are they? Is that number still working? Are they still in operation? I don't know. I sent them an email. They didn't have a number on their site. Um, so that's all I know. The the one thing I do know about it's not in the United States. It's in Europe and. Hello, in, I'm Natalie. No, the Safe Ride Solutions is in 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 America. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's a different one that's called Operation Red Nose that operates in Europe and Canada, I think. And they've had a lot of success. I think that they might have some government funding now. I'm not sure. But they've been oh yeah, we don't get funding. If we had a little bit of government funding, like I'm talking about, so minimal, this program would have been nationwide like three years ago. 
Instead, we have to go slow pace. But I also think that's good because we've built a following. You know, mm-hmm. we have very, very loyal users, and everybody that comes to us is word of mouth. You know, unless you're specifically looking for safe rides, you know, I would say 80% of our users are word of mouth users, where their friend used it, they went back to their town or whatever, told the rest of their friends, hey, I just used this cool service. And and these kids are going around in brand new limousines. They're not going around in beat up taxis or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it, it just really makes their night fun. I mean, I'm sure you read the testimonials on our website. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's a really great idea. What else would you, I mean, is there any other specific thing that you would want to know about this, that your listeners might want to know about it? Oh, the thing I was going to say, it popped out of my head, it came back now. It's really, in a way, it's better not to have the government funding because you're in control. You know, when you're running it yourself, when you get those outside funds, sometimes the government wants to tell you how to run it and what to do, and pretty soon it's out of your hands. So maybe it's a blessing in disguise that, you know, it's growing slowly on its own. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had offers from private businesses to buy it. I mean, at the end of the day, if you look at it from a business standpoint, this does have the potential to be a huge, huge business, profitable business. And we've had existing companies and individuals approach us and wanting to buy us out. But this is a charity. Nobody owns it. This is owned by the people, so you can't sell it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they want to convert it into a for-profit, and that stuff, then you lose what you're about. You know, look at, no, I have nothing against mothers, against drunk driving. Great organization. Mm-hmm. But somewhere I was reading, um, I don't know if it was from her, um, the, the founder, the original founder of Mothers Against Drunk Driving, yep. where I read a statement, some something along the lines of that they have lost track of what their original goal was. Now it's about finding different names and campaigns, you know, to to do the donations. Now I'm I'm they provide amazing services for victims and you know schools and whatnot. So I'm not knocking them, but I'm just saying this is something I read along the line. Mm-hmm. Well, we will be interviewing the Mad Founder Candy Leitner in about a month. And she's not working with the breathalyzer ignition interlock with Drager Diagnostics in Texas. And uh, I'm curious to see what she has to say on uh, on MAD, how she founded it, and what it's changed into. Although we She's the founder? It. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so that's probably – she's no longer with MAD, right? That's correct. Uh, I think she left in 1985. I think it was founded in 80, and she left in 85 or something like that. Yeah, I, I would be very interested to hear that, too. But, you know, we have to stay focused on what we're doing and continue to grow these numbers and continue to provide, you know, even cooler services so kids have a reason to use us. Okay. Yeah, tell me a little bit about your growth plans. How? What do you plan to do to make this service reach more people? Well, we don't have huge budgets to do the marketing like normal normal big companies would. You know, so what we do is we rely heavily on word of mouth. That That is generated by having a quality service. So our plans of growth are based 
strictly on the quality of service that we provide and letting our service grow us like it has been in the past. Along with that, we are going to be introducing those new portals and the apps for iPhones and this, you know, a few other things that will make it easy for people to access SafeRise. And once we, hopefully, you know, individuals and, you know, radio shows like yourself and, you know, other people will come out, support us, help us spread the word, and, you know, just telling people, hey, we're not asking you to give us your money in an envelope. We're asking you to actually use that money and use a safe ride with your friends and see how much fun it is. And and you'll be a believer. You'll use this every time you go out. Well, it sounds good to me. Do you want to give us your contact info? Absolutely. I mean, all our information is right there on the website, which is saferides.info. That's the short website, unless you want to put in saferidesunlimited.org. But uh, all the contact, my email, my not my personal email, obviously, but the, the company main email is there. You can just always put it to attention, Mo, and it gets forwarded to me. Our number is 888-656-SAFE, which is 656-7233. You know, we're always available via email, phone, any questions, anything, give us a call. Most of the time you'll probably get me because I'm always here. I live, eat, breathe, sleep, safe ride. So (laughs) you will probably be talking to me too. Okay, well, I think it's a pr- great program. Everybody out there, we want you all to stay safe, especially when you drink. We want you to stay safe. This is a great option for staying safe. It's one, you know, it's one of many options. You can take the subway too, but uh, this is another one, and it might actually save you money when you're partying. The key point we want them to know, whether they use us or not, just plan ahead. That's the key. That's the step one in drunk driving prevention. Just plan ahead, and you might find a better idea than than safe rides, you know. But just plan ahead. Absolutely, I agree 100%. Everyone, plan ahead. I'm going to close the show off now. Thank you, Mary. Thank you very much for being our guest tonight, Mo. Thank you. This is great. And we're going to have our regular show on tomorrow night. And we are going to have uh, Kato Sokadze and Chris Stewart from University of Kentucky, Louisville, talking about biofeedback in addiction treatment. Thank you, everyone, and good night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.